The Lord be with you. Whether you're here in person or joining us online on the live stream or watching this on the recorded version, wherever you are at on God's good green earth, welcome as we worship the living God. Happy Reformation Sunday. 504 years ago, the pastor theologian Martin Luther posted his so-called 95 theses or grievances on the Wittenberg Church in Germany to redirect us to pay attention to the authority of scriptures, to give thanks to God for salvation in grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, so that glory to God alone. And so we give glory to God today. And that's why we're here to worship the living God. Please join me in the call to worship litany as found in your worship order. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Friends, let us worship the living God.
Amen. We are people of the Reformation and people always in Reformation as the Spirit shapes and forms our heart after the heart of God. It is because of the love of God and the God of love that we can come before him confessing our sins and our brokenness to the Lord. Let us in one voice and one heart confess together. God of our fathers and mothers, you raise up brave and able leaders to reform the church. We confess that we have lost our way again and need new reformation. We are content with easy religion, with too much comfort and too little charity. We cultivate indifference and neglect compassion. Lord, let your word shake us up and your spirit renew us so that we may repent, have better faith, and never shrink from the duty and joy of building up your kingdom. In the name of Jesus Christ, the only Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Sisters and brothers in Christ and people of God, let it be proclaimed from every mountaintop to every valley that God so loved us. The mighty fortress of God's love is for us in the life, death, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are forgiven, we are accepted, we are freed from the power of sin, death, and evil. Thanks be to God. Amen. The peace of Jesus Christ be with you. God has given us peace with him and with one another. Therefore, let us share signs of God's love and peace with each other. Please turn to your neighbor and those of you online. I, I invite you to do so with those around you, not only this day, but every single day. Amen. I am so excited to bring all the Kingdom Life activities. Here's the good news. I'm just going to focus on the month of November. We are very, very active in our church. So first I want to just remind you we have offering baskets at the back of the church. Next Sunday is Commitment Sunday for our Stewardship of Hope. And we really want you, if you've not yet made your pledge, to please do so. We will, um, next week is the Commitment Sunday, so put that on your calendar, pray about it, and make that commitment to grow this kingdom of God through this church here at Village. I have um, seven more very quick announcements, and here's my challenge. Just pick two, okay? I mean, I'd love for you to do all seven, I have to be honest. But pick two things to engage in this month. Now, the first is you could just walk right outside after church, go over to the kids, uh, to the parking lot across from the kids' village, and see their wonderful, absolutely wonderful Halloween um, trunk or treat. I just couldn't say that correctly last week, so I finally was coached several times. It is trunk or treat, and the kids are out there, and they're having a wonderful time, and just see the blessings of how we reach out to the community uh, with our children's ministry. So that one's very, very easy. Either on the 7th of November, Jack is doing a chat with Jack right after the service. We encourage you to stay around. He's going to talk about the sermon from October 17th in a series continuing on social righteousness. So we encourage you to stay and have that dialogue with him. Also on the 21st, he's going to be sharing about his trip to Syria and Lebanon. So we encourage you um, you could, there's a twofer right there, guys. You could do that. And then a journey through grief will continue through the 17th of November. 
Two weeks from today is our alternative Christmas market. I know you all are just dying to get out and go shopping because you haven't been able to in the last 20 months. So what I really want you to do is, is not only get good gifts, but give gifts that keep on giving in a way that impact not only your immediate family and friends, but the entire world for the sake of the kingdom. So Alternative Christmas Market will be out on the patio. We'll have some of our um, mission partners there, but all our missions that we are engaged with, you'll have an opportunity to shop during that time. And so on the 14th, be there for that, please. And then there is a service day and our youth, along with missions, are going over to the Interfaith Community Services. You could talk to Pastor Neil or myself to sign up for that, and we would love to have you be a part of that. One other item that will feed your soul is on November the 18th and 19th through Bodhi Concerts and under the conductor, Juan Carlos over here, we are bringing All is Calm. It's about the 1914 truce. That will feed your soul, and I encourage you to look online and plan on being here for that occasion. Thank you. I'm honored to lead us in a pastoral prayer. 
and want to give credit to many who have written several prayers regarding the Reformation. So I draw from those and I ask that you will please join me as I pray and then together we will pray the Lord's Prayer. Let us come before God. Almighty and gracious God, today is Reformation Sunday, the recognition of a particular time of the church history where the message of the gospel grew stale in the functions of the church, where grace seemed to be replaced with obligation, where truth was shrouded in bureaucracy. We recognize this time not as a monument to the past, but a mission moving forward. You call us, Lord, to continue to check our intentions next to your word, our actions next to the example of your Son, our Savior, who did not hold back his love, care, presence, and life to serve others. Help us to understand afresh our call of gratitude. Help us to give joyfully in all we do, not to earn your favor or elevate ourselves to be more influential or yield more power in your church, but in humble thanksgiving. Change our longing for comfort, making gospel messages adapt to our standards instead of the reverse. Lord God, help us to be about your gospel of grace and mercy, faith, hope, and love in your Son, Jesus Christ, who alone is sufficient for all people. We are but human, holy God, blessed yet sinful, faithful yet broken, seeking you throughout our lives, and we pray for Reformation Sunday every Sunday, a recommitment to your timeless plans and precepts. Holy God, hear our prayers today and always. We pray for Pastor Jack as he finishes his journey to Syria later this week. Bring him and the outreach team home safely as we ask that you protect and be with the pastors and leaders in Lebanon and Syria who faithfully bring your gospel care and nurture to the people there. We pray for so many in our church and community who are struggling with health. Sustain them through this time and restore them fully, we pray. We continue to pray for our staff, Angelica. We also lift up Cammie and Jay and others who are dear to our hearts. We pray for those who struggle with brokenness of the world that imposes on them poverty, abuse, and so many other tortures. We pray for governments and summits, for gatherings of officials, for elections this week in many U.S. states and cities. May your sovereign rule be known, Lord God. Help us to be about health and wholeness, for you call us to nurture and care for all your creation, people, land, and the waters of the earth, the way we nurture, not to neglect your call. Reform our attitudes that the call to care cultivate all things and people around us as a witness of your love. Let us share the gospel, bringing about for us and others a daily renewal and a constant reforming of our souls toward your will for our lives. We pray, pray all these things in his holy, blessed name as we pray together the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power 
and the glory forever. Amen. Welcome to the National Evangelical Church of Damascus, Syria. In a sense, the first Presbyterian Church of Damascus. The congregation that worships here is a friend of the village church 
and a partner in ministry. And on this Reformation Sunday, we are happy to be worshiping here as well as in Rancho Santa Fe. We are welcomed by this congregation as brothers and sisters in Christian faith. And today we celebrate the worldwide Church of God that knows of the love and justice and joy of Jesus Christ. Happy Reformation Day. In this uh, morning, we're celebrating the Reformation Sunday in the Church of Damascus, National Evangelical Church in Damascus. We're so glad that we have in our midst of our congregation, we have a delegation coming from Outreach Foundation with the leadership of the pastor, Reverend Dr. Jack Baca. We're so glad to be with us. And in this occasion, holy occasion, we're going to send our greetings and love to the Church of Rancho Santa Fe, to the congregation there. We love you, we preach in your church, and we're sending our the peace of God and the peace of Jesus Christ to you all. الإنجيل بحسب البشير متى الإصحاح الثالث والعشرون أقرأ من العدد الثالث عشر وحتى نهاية العدد السادس والعشرون قال الرب يسوع لكن ويل لكم أيها الكتبة والفريسيون المراؤون لأنكم تغلقون ملكوت السماوات قدام الناس فلا تدخلون أنتم ولا تدعون الداخلين يدخلون ويل لكم أيها الكتبة والفريسيون المراؤون لأنكم تأكلون بيوت الأرامل ولعلة تطيلون صلواتكم لذلك تأخذون دينونة أعظم ويل لكم أيها الكتبة والفريسيون المراؤون لأنكم تطوفون البحر والبر لتكسبوا دخيلا واحدا ومتى حصل تصنعونه ابنا لجهنم أكثر منكم مضاعفا ويل لكم أيها القادة العميان القائلون من حلف بالهيكل فليس بشيء ولكن من حلف بذهب الهيكل يلتزم أيها الجهال والعميان أيما أعظم الذهب أم الهيكل الذي يقدس الذهب ومن حلف بالمذبح فليس بشيء ولكن من حلف بالقربان الذي عليه يلتزم أيها الجهال والعميان أيما أعظم القربان أم المذبح الذي يقدس القربان فإن من حلف بالمذبح فقد حلف به وبكل ما عليه ومن حلف بالهيكل فقد حلف به وبالساكن فيه ومن حلف بالسماء فقد حلف بعرش الله وبالجالس عليه ويل لكم أيها الكتب والفريسيون المراؤون لأنكم تعشرون النعنع والشبث والكمون وتركتم أثقل الناموس الحق والرحمة والإيمان كان ينبغي أن تعملوا هذه ولا تتركوا تلك أيها القادة العميان الذين يصفون عن البعوضة ويبلعون الجمل ويل لكم أيها الكتب والفريسيون المراؤون لأنكم تنقون خارج الكأس والصحفة وهما من داخل مملوءان اختطافا ودعارة أيها الفريسي الأعمى نقي أولا داخل الكأس والصحفة لكي يكون خارجهما أيضا نقيا وهنا تنتهي قراءة الكتاب المقدس لهذا اليوم فليبارك لنا الرب كلمته لنفوسنا أجمعين آمين This fall at the Village Church we are considering the theme of coming home to God 
because it is only as we find our home in our God that we find our highest good. As I am preaching to you now from the pulpit of the church in Damascus, the Outreach Foundation team is staying for several days and we are staying in two different hotels. One of the hotels is named the Beit al-Wali, which means the home of the governor. The other hotel is named the Beit Zaman, which means the home of old times. And so we have a home here in Damascus, a home away from home, if you will. And I have been thinking a great deal about the different homes in which you and I live. What actually makes a home? If you think about it, it does not take very much to make a home. In a home, you need a bedroom, you need a kitchen, you need a bathroom, you need a living room. After that though, everything else is extra. Many of us in our homes have game rooms where we can play. Some of us have exercise rooms where we can exercise. Some of us even have movie rooms where we can simply sit as if we are in a movie theater and watch a movie. But let me ask you this question. If your home only had the extra rooms, what kind of a home would that be? What kind of a home would you have if there were no kitchen or bathroom or bedroom and only the rooms that were extraneous or extra, as it were? I want to speak this morning about a fundamental problem in human beings. And that problem is that we tend to lose our focus on the main things. We begin to get distracted by the extraneous things of life and we begin to treat them as if they are the most important things. It's a human problem that spills over into the realm of religion. And that brings us to Jesus' conversation of the Pharisees. In the passage that was read a few moments ago, we hear Jesus pronouncing woes upon the Pharisees, pronouncing how they have focused on the extraneous and external things of religion, and they have lost their focus on true faith and on a living relationship with the living God. He says, you tithe from the tiniest little amounts of your spices. You focus all of your attention on the rituals and rules of faith that have nothing really to do with the relationship with God. You spend all of your attention and energy on your holidays and on your sanctuaries and on all of the extraneous things of faith. In a sense, what Jesus was saying was that the Pharisees had lost their focus on the essentials of what true faith is about. And so he pronounces woes upon them. Really, it's, a, it's their own self-judgment. Jesus is saying that in their loss of 
focus on the essential things of a relationship with God, that the Pharisees have lost a chance for a relationship with God. They have lost what a true religion is all about. It's as if they have no kitchen in their spiritual home, therefore they're hungry. It's as if they have lost their bedroom in their spiritual house, therefore they're tired. I suppose you could even go so far as to say that they have no bathroom in their spiritual house and, and they stink. Woe to you Pharisees, because you miss out on the blessing of God. You lose touch with what true faith is all about and the exercise of true religion. What is true faith all about? If it is not about living righteously with justice, living with mercy in your heart for those who do wrong but need forgiveness, it's about living with faith in your heart and the hope and the love that results. These are the things of faith, not the extraneous things. This is why we have a Reformation Sunday. Because the church always needs to be reformed. We are just as much at risk as the Pharisees were of focusing only on the non-essential things of life, worrying about whether or not the sanctuary is too hot or too cold, worrying about what we're going to wear for Christmas celebrations, worrying about whether the preacher will know that we have missed church one day or not, even though he's on the other side of the world right now. 500 years ago, Leaders in the church rose up to say that the church had lost its focus. It was too worried about the wealth of the church and too worried about the power of the clergy and too worried about condemning people for what they did not do and for what they did not believe instead of offering to them grace and a living relationship with Jesus Christ. And so great leaders of the church called the church to return to the basics, the, the bedrooms and the kitchens, if you will, of their spiritual home. Basics like studying the scriptures and through the witness of the scriptures, learning about Jesus and learning about what true discipleship and a true life of faithful living is all about. The church always needs to be reformed. The church always needs to be watching out for whether or not we are getting too worried about the extraneous and non-essential things. We need to remember that a living relationship with the living God, whom we know through Jesus the Christ, is all about grace and faith and justice and mercy. It's all about welcoming everyone into the life of the church, regardless of what they wear and what holidays they may or may not celebrate and whether they give the proper allegiance to this pastor or that theology. These are the extraneous things. 
The central things are our relationship with Christ through the power of the Spirit as we know and understand Christ and the witness of scriptures. It is as we maintain our focus on these essential things that we will experience the blessing of God in life so that no one will be able to pronounce woe upon us. Instead, they will be able to look at us and say that we truly are living at home in the heart and truth and power and faith of the living God. Every Sunday is a Reformation Sunday. Every Sunday is an opportunity for us to come back to what our relationship with God is all about. Maybe we've been too worried about whether or not the pastor was wearing the right clothes or whether or not we were in the right denomination or whether or not we were singing the right songs or reading the right translation of scripture. Maybe we've been too worried about whether or not we should sing this particular hymn or that particular praise song. Maybe we haven't worried about any of those things and we've neglected faith altogether. Every Sunday we are called back to worship and frankly, every day. We are called back to a living relationship with God, to be at home in who God truly is, a God who loves us unconditionally, a God through his offer of grace offers us a chance to have a relationship with him. A God who we find as we read the scriptures, as we pray together, as we surround each other with love and joy. That's what the heart of the church is all about. I'm preaching to you from a beautiful sanctuary that only six years ago was not so beautiful. You met a few moments ago my dear friend, Pastor Butros. Butros was in San Diego preaching for our congregation when a mortar shell came through the hole of, uh, came through uh, the roof of this sanctuary and created a hole in great destruction. He was saddened when the elders called him to report about what had happened. But immediately, members of our congregation said, we will help you rebuild it. And then members of the Outreach Foundation came forward as well. And now it's a beautiful sanctuary again, a place where people can come to know the living God. That's what the church is all about. That's what faith in Christ is all about. Supporting and encouraging our brothers and sisters in faith so that they can be faithful witnesses of the grace and love of Jesus Christ where they are and so that we can be the same where we are. This congregation serves the poor and the needy. This congregation preaches a gospel of grace and truth. This congregation in the midst of very, very difficult circumstances maintains its faith and its faithfulness to Jesus Christ and is a witness to the whole community. We in the Village Church are called to be the same and to do the same. We Christians, whether we're in Syria or Southern California, we have a dream. We have a dream that one day all people are going to be at home in the heart of God. We have a dream that 
one day all people are going to live not in the Beit Al-Wali or in the Beit Zaman, but in the Beit Allah, the home of God. Will you come to that home with God? Amen. How blessed are we to hear a message and to see our pastor in Syria. Let us not only be renewed and reformed, but let us affirm that by reading together the Apostles' Creed as printed in the bulletin. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Friends and sisters and brothers in Christ, let us heed the sermon of Pastor Jack to keep the main things the main thing. To love, love, love. Love God, love neighbor, love stranger. To live, live, live. Live for Jesus Christ. To share the life of Jesus Christ with the world, with all of our loved ones and everyone around the world. Pray, pray, pray. And give, give, give. I invite you 
As Pastor Jan mentioned, next week, Commitment Sunday, discern your giving as well as as you exit the baskets or online giving. And do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. Please stand as you are able to receive the benediction and blessing. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly more, beyond we can ever ask, think, or imagine, according to God's power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus from generation to generation, now and always. Amen.